Welcome to Core Voices, our very special space where we can talk about hard-hitting, pressing issues, where we can lift the taboos, step away from judgment and be able to use our voices, tell our stories, speak our truths and be seen, to be heard. That is the purpose of this space. That is what inspired me to want to create something that will serve all of us, something that I would have dreamt of as a child, to have had this sort of support where we can openly talk about different types of issues, all of the things that are going on around us and within us, the things we understand, the things we don't understand, all of them. Today, I will be holding this space with you to have this conversation. Last week's show on sexual abuse in Gurdwaras seems to have created some discomfort, some uncertainty and a lot of questions. So today I would like to answer your questions. After last week's episode, my emails, my phone, my DMs, everything was blowing up. Every one of you were contacting me, whichever way you knew how, and a few came forward with positive support. The majority of you seem to be very upset. Some with the title of the episode, others with the content, and some of you with my approach. Now, this topic, this subject, is not one that is easy to talk about. It is not something that our community has been able to address ever. So we're all new in this space, me included. We need to extend that capacity to not judge each other here, right now, together. I'm not saying that I have all of the answers. I'm not saying that my opinion is the truth for all of you. It is my truth. It may not be your truth. And that's okay. But what we do have to do is look at the issue. So we will be talking about the episode, about your questions, and about starting the Me Too movement in the sick space. So many of the questions that came in, and I'll try to read from them as I'm going through, one of the key ones is why am I making Gurdwaras look bad? That was a question that I was asked because of the title of the episode. This seems to have upset folks. Now, I can only apologise if you feel upset. What I can't do is take away your upset. That's not my role here. My role is to address these issues, to bring them to light so that we as a community can look at them and see the work that we need to be doing. I haven't done anything to make Gurdwaras look bad. All I did was talk about an issue. 
Some of you seem to feel that I should have addressed one isolated incident which has recently come forth and it was where the parents were speaking last week in the show. I was not highlighting just that single incident. This is not something that has happened as a one-off. The reason that I'm addressing this, and I have been talking about sexual abuse and sexual violence for several months now, is because this is a widespread major issue in our community, in our homes, in our social circles, and yes, in our Gurdwari. Now, however that may make you feel, it is not me that is making you feel that way. It's the truth of the matter. If it wasn't true, it wouldn't bother you. So if it's bothering you, it's because you know that there is truth to it. Now, the next layer is, what do we want to do about it? If we don't want to do anything, then we will resist. We will find a way to shut down the movement, which is fine if that's what you feel you need to do. You can try to do that. Is that the right thing to do? When in our history were Sikhs encouraged to do that, to silence the voices of people that need support? Sikhs were the ones who stood in support of others. The people who were voiceless, they became their voice. The ones who were not able to defend themselves, Sikhs stepped in to defend them. Now here we are in our own home, in our own community, looking at something so hard-hitting, so uncomfortable, so volatile, yet we can't step up and support each other. I am not doing anything to make Gurdwaras look bad. The people who committed these acts did that themselves. I am not here to portray Sikhs in, in a bad light, either in public spaces or in the media or in any capacity that you may think. I am not somebody who has been a perpetrator of sexual violence. Therefore, you cannot hold me accountable to those actions. The people who choose to dress with a dastar, who dress like a Sikh, wear an uncut beard, wear a gatra, do all of those things and then commit these heinous acts of sexual violence against vulnerable and young people. They are the people who are making Gurdwaras look bad or painting Sikhs in a negative light. I am simply highlighting the issue, putting the spotlight on and saying, okay, family, Sangat, what are we going to do? How do we rectify this situation as a community? That's the work that I'm doing here. I have been asked if I am on a manhunt or a witch hunt. No, I'm not. I am not out here to get any particular individual. If you feel that you're being targeted, maybe you've got something to hide. That is not my purpose here. I do not want you to go out there, find individuals and hold them accountable yourself. We have a legal system and a justice system for that reason. Here we're saying that we see that these men, they're not monsters, 
but they're deeply wounded human beings who have, they've inflicted immense pain, okay? They need to go through a process of accountability, transformation, and apology if they want to find a way back home to the community. Now, redemption is a long and hard process, but it is possible. It is possible, and I believe that. But meanwhile, we are here focusing on creating and protecting spaces where survivors are heard and supported. We've never had that. In, our, in the history of our community, of our parents and our grandparents and our great-grandparents, we did not have, we were not given the luxury of having spaces like this where we can talk about these issues and be heard, let alone where we can step up and support each other. So our first priority here is to bring to light these issues, to address them. So no, I'm not on a manhunt. I do hold all of these men accountable that have committed these heinous crimes, these acts that have destroyed the lives of the victims. They need to be held accountable. But accountability is not by us being vigilantes and going and attacking these people. That is not in Gurmat. How we do this has to be the right way. It has to be collectively with sick consciousness and that is what the work that we're doing at Core Voices. Not just this space where we can talk about things, but behind the scenes, our team is working day and night to build infrastructure and policy and training programs and education programs that we can implement into our community, into our Gurdwari, to bring the change that we need. Please sit with us through this. It's uncomfortable, it's painful, it's difficult, it's traumatic, it's triggering. It's the truth. We can't hide from the truth. The question is, what do we need to do about it? This is what we're going to talk about more today. As I mentioned, if these topics, if the things that we're talking about here in these spaces are making you feel uncomfortable or challenge, challenging you to the point where you feel that I'm here to attack the Gurdwara system, I'm here to chase an individual and hunt them down and God knows do what to them, you're, you're gravely mistaken. I wish for all of these individuals to be held accountable. In my dream world, they would be held accountable in a court of law. Now, for most of them, that won't happen simply because the victims don't have the means and support to come forward. Not that they don't want to, but the community has put the fear of God into them, where if a woman is to come forward and talk about her abuse or her abuser, firstly, she stands the risk of being victim blamed. And then she stands the risk of being shamed, her whole family being ostracized from the community, and then the fear that she will never be married. Now she has been tainted. She's dirty. That's what we've done as a community. That is how we have shown up for victims. We have not done the right thing. There are hundreds and thousands of cases of sexual abuse that happen in Sikh and Punjabi families, from family members, from friends, and in the Gurdwari. 
This is the truth. It makes me sick to my stomach to speak these words. To sit here and to have this conversation with you does not bring me any pleasure whatsoever. But if we don't have this conversation, who's going to come into our home and have this conversation for us? Who are we expecting to fall out of the sky, out of the clouds, into our laps? Who's going to come in and fix this problem for us? This is the work that we have to do. If this is our family, this is our Sangat, this is our Qom, then this is our responsibility. It's our responsibility to have the spaces where we can talk about it, to hold perpetrators accountable, to put in active measures of reform, to enable these problems, these situations to be eventually eliminated. That is our collective responsibility. This is, it's too much. I mean, the, the things that have been going on since the past week's episode, the overwhelm of negativity is heartbreaking for me to know that within the community, so many of you are refusing to believe the truth or to hear the voice of victims and survivors. Now, I've been asked, why am I making a big deal about an isolated incident? It's not an isolated incident. Okay, it is a rampant problem across the world, across all Gurdwari. I have travelled with the blessings of Guru Sahib to many different Gurdwari across the world, in different countries. I am yet to go to a Gurdwara where I haven't heard a story of abuse or where I haven't met a woman who has not experienced sexual abuse in the Punjabi Sikh community. Every single female that I know, that I have met, has some form of experience of sexual abuse. Think about that. Why don't you know about it? This is the same thing that happened when the Me Too movement began in 2017. So October 15th marked three years of the Me Too movement. When it began, men across the world were astonished. How could this be? This can't be true. They must be making it up. There can't be this many cases. Why didn't they say anything? Why did you let it happen? You must have enjoyed it. The most ridiculous comments. Then, after perseverance from the women who were leading that movement to bring their voices to the forefront of the media, then some, some of the men started to listen and understand that the reason men don't know about this is because when the majority of victims are female, females confide in each other, why would they go and tell a man that they have been abused by another man? Why would they do that? And where in our community are those men that we could go and talk to that wouldn't judge us, that wouldn't hold it against us, that wouldn't blame us? Oh, you addressed such and such way. You, you must have led him on. You must have given him the wrong signal. You, why, what were you doing there? Why were you out so late? You shouldn't be doing that. You shouldn't be dressed like this. Okay. Those are the men that we're going to turn to and tell them that, okay, I've been the victim of abuse. I wouldn't, I didn't, because there's no trust. You don't create a space 
for survivors like me to come forward and speak to you. Before I became a survivor, I was a victim. This consumed me. And it broke my heart to know that nobody in the community cared. Nobody cared enough to create a space that was there to support people like me. That could help us to transform from victim to the journey of a survivor. There was nothing. There was nothing that you put in place for us. So why would we come and talk to you and tell you about our abuse? So that you can shame us even more? So that you can hold it against us and make us feel worthless and inadequate? We'd rather keep our silence. I did. And so have many of my brothers and sisters who have experienced sexual abuse in these spaces of Punjabi and Sikh community and culture. This is not an isolated incident. This happens everywhere. Sexual abuse is classed as any form of harassment. Okay, so I have been in spaces with uncles who are older than my father, some who are probably my grandfather's age. Now, in those spaces, I've never felt safe. Why? Because of the look in their eyes. In Punjabi, they say, you know, we nigach in their eye there's there's some ill intention there's some something not quite pure when you get that feeling as a woman you know every woman knows when a man is looking at your chest and talking to your breasts instead of looking in your eyes and this man you are calling uncle that is abuse. That is not okay. That is not okay in the family environment. That is not okay in our society. That is not at all okay in our Gurdwari. Just because this is normally how you behave or because you live in a male body, you don't have the same experiences as a female, does not mean that you can disregard this and say, just because you're not aware, it must not be happening. That's not the case. That is not the case. So this is not an isolated incident. There are so many victims yet to be heard, seen and supported. We can't start the healing of this journey until we know where the wounds are. And we need to understand what's actually gone wrong and where it's wrong in order to do that. And unfortunately, none of that work is going to be comfortable. So when we look at Gurbani and Gurmat Sangeet, the rag of Ramkali is about transition. It's about moving from one space into another, whether that's through behavior, whether that's moving a physical home, moving job, whatever it is, moving school. But that process of being comfortable in one space, entering into a new space, the transition in the middle is where it's the most uncomfortable. And that's where we are, or where we're going to be entering. We're going to move out of this old, broken, dated system that does not support us emotionally, does not allow us to grow 
effectively enough to be good human beings by dealing with our own demons, it doesn't allow us to do that. Therefore, we have to move out of that and transition into something that's better. Now, I understand that you don't know what better looks like, which is why it feels scary. But I ask you, I ask you for trust. I ask you to trust me. Okay? We need to have spaces that are safe. I wished for that when I was a child. I wasn't given it. But now we have to create that. So I ask you to trust in that better, that together, if we are standing together, we can make this change. We can come out of the broken system and build something much more effective that will serve our community, that will show up for victims, show up for survivors and help us to make our community and our spaces, homes, gurdwari, all of it safe again. That does take trust. So here we are in that process of Ragramkali, moving through uncomfortability and I ask you to sit through that with me, okay? Don't resist it. Don't try to run away from it because then we go backwards. We're not trying to go backwards. No two steps backwards, only 10 steps forward. But together, using the right consciousness, that's what I'm asking you for. So we don't need anger. We need divine rage that is channeled using Gurmat, using Gurbani, but to bring this transformation that is necessary for our time, for this moment, for our next generation and our current generation. We need this. We need this for ourselves. We need to have some hope in our structures around us, in, in the communities that we integrate with. We need to have some form of faith and trust that they can be better. Let's do it just for that, in hope of better. Now, unfortunately, when we go through the process of healing, if the bone has broken and not attached correctly, the only way to fix it is by breaking it again and then correcting it so it grows in the correct position. That's what we're going to do. We need to break the bone. And as difficult that as that may sound, and to some of you that may sound violent, that's not the intention of what I'm saying. I'm saying that we have a broken system and we need to deconstruct that system to create something better. We must do that. Otherwise, we will not have any safety or protection for our young and vulnerable people. I have been asked, what is the purpose of the work that Core Voices is doing? In a nutshell, if I try to answer this for you, is to create a platform to give victims and survivors a voice. Allow them to choose if they wish to speak up. Some do not wish to speak up and that is perfectly okay. But those that wish to use their voice should be given the support and the option to do that and Core Voices is your platform to do just that, to share your stories. I will happily speak your stories for you if you wish to remain anonymous. We want to hear and see and support victims in their journey of healing. 
to allow them the opportunity to transform from victim to survivor. That's a difficult journey. It's a lot of work that the victim has to go through consciously to shed away the trauma, the scars and the pain inflicted by an unconscious human who has not realized that one act has destroyed the life of another human. Once you have experienced experienced abuse, it doesn't go away in that moment. It doesn't go away in a few seconds or in a few days or in a few weeks. It doesn't go away full stop. It only starts to change its form once you're doing the active work, going through therapy, receiving support and guidance to get there so that you can become a survivor, go on that journey and then live your life without being owned by this trauma. Now, the victims of the Sikh and Punjabi community have not been afforded that luxury. We have not been given that choice to transform from victim to survivor because nothing was put in place for us. Nothing. So here we want to reimagine the structures that we have so that we can prevent all abuse. So we're talking families, community, gurdware. We need to educate and we will be educating the community, individuals and our so-called leaders in these spaces. We want to build a morally focused community where we can differentiate between what is right and wrong, what is just and what is unjust and how how to pursue such actions, how to hold accountability and support somebody who needs that help. We are developing programs to support that journey of a victim to a survivor. We are building programs of emotional support for friends and families of victims. We are building programs for our community leaders to be able to hold those spaces effectively. And most importantly, we're also developing programs of emotional rehabilitation for perpetrators that may choose to go into active reform. So please, those of you that have misunderstood the previous show or the previous messaging, please know that we are here with a clear mind and a heart full of love. But please do not be fooled. We are not, we are not weak just because we are gentle. We are fearless and we will make this happen the right way. That means together. That means planning and strategy and doing it right. So far in our history, we haven't had the opportunity to see this done right. But we have that opportunity now. And I hope that you'll give us the opportunity and the support to serve in this space and bring this necessary reform that is required. Gurmat Sangeet is the technology. Sikh music is the technology that the gurus use to transform hearts and minds. We will be using those same tools in these programs. These programs we hope to be implemented in Gurdwari across the world because they're needed everywhere. They are needed everywhere and you will be the ones to help us to do that. You will be the ones taking these programs there, in fact. 
Now, this is not about one incident, one individual, and then putting it to bed. This is an opportunity for us to do a good spring clean, understand what the problem is, identify the problem, feel the uncomfortability, okay, and then act appropriately, consciously, with their, with compassion, with love, but also with clarity to understand what is acceptable and what is not acceptable. I'm not here to be passive. I understand that a lot of you expect me to be more gentle and a little bit more diplomatic, maybe with my approach or with my words. Unfortunately, I can't do that in this very moment because this is our moment of awakening and awareness. As we evolve through this journey together, you will see the other layers come to the surface of love, of compassion and of there to ensure that we do this right. And what we leave in terms of framework for our next generation is better than what we were given. That is our responsibility. That is what we must do now that we have this moment to serve. Why is this work needed? Because there are so many hidden layers of abuse that exist all around us, all around us. You will be disgusted and horrified to know how much abuse takes place in Sikh and Punjabi homes. Please don't point fingers and say, oh, just because they have alcohol in their house, that's why this must happen. No, that's not why. That's not the only reason why things like this happen. It may be a reason in one situation or in a few situations, but abuse within family happens within Amritari families too, because we've had the cases. We've had victims come forward to us. So please come out of that illusion. However you may label these people, know that they are still human. They are still part of Ikon Gard that we also belong to. We have to get to the point of being able to reach to them and support them, those that wish to reform. But before we can get there, there's a lot of other work that we need to be doing by creating safety in these spaces, bringing in the infrastructure and ensuring that the victims out there receive all and more support than they need, which they have not had. Our community needs active reform. Our young and vulnerable people, and in fact, all of us, we deserve safety in all of the spaces we navigate. We should not have to feel in danger when we go to the Gurdwara, when we go to visit our relatives or even within our own homes. We should not have to feel that this should be a basic human right for us to ensure safety. This is a problem that's existed for a very, very long time, hundreds and hundreds of years. It's not something that's going to go overway, go, go away overnight, but it's going to take us time to unearth this to its depths and to clean it out, clean out the filth that dominates our safe spaces. The filth exists in the mind, in the man. When somebody who works in the Gurukar, I can't say is a Sevadar because they are there, they are paid to be in that space. Has ill intentions and then acts on those ill intentions. 
that makes that space dangerous. It makes young people at risk. And if we do not do anything about it, we are complicit. We are complicit. Guilty by association, right? You don't like how that sounds. I understand. I don't like how it sounds either. But if you haven't yet decided how this makes you feel, or you're saying that, oh, they must be making it up, God forbid this happen in your home. God forbid. I wish it upon nobody. But if you had this in your home, I I know that you'd have a different tune. You'd be singing a different song. Compassion. Understanding somebody's truth is a part of the responsibility of being a Sikh. To listen, to understand, to recognise, and then support them in seeking justice. Don't tell them, Oh, you should have done this. You should go to police and go to What did you do to help them to do that? Did you support them? Did you go and check in on them and make sure that they're okay? Did you offer to drive them there? Did you help them seek legal counsel? What did you do besides just point and say, oh, I think you should go and do this? If that was your family, I promise you, it's not that easy when someone tells you, just, oh, go and do this, this seems logical. Yes, it seems logical, but what about all of the other cultural barriers that you guys have put in place? How do we, how do we jump over those hurdles? How do we get over those things? It's not easy without support. If we're community, if we're sangat and we're family, then we need to actively show up and support. Not just point the direction and then sneer at them. Oh, That's not how this works. It will be uncomfortable. There will be resistance. But we still have to do the work. So... I don't know what to say to you beyond that. Now, many of you have asked me, or actually, in fact, not even asked me, I've been accused of doing this for fame. That, oh, just be, you're desperate for fame, therefore you, you're doing this um, as an act of desperation, I guess, to be whatever you guys think I want to be. I don't, that's not why I'm here. That is not why Core Voices began. It's not hunger for fame. I don't need that. I don't care for that. It's about doing the right thing. The reason that I'm sitting here today and having this conversation with you is because I am a survivor of sexual violence and abuse at the hands of the Punjabi and Sikh community. That's why I'm here. That's why I'm doing what I'm doing. Because I know how impossible this is. For me to sit here as an Amritari Sikh female and tell you that I have survived sexual abuse in my life many times. That should horrify you. Because it shouldn't happen. It shouldn't be okay. I should not have to sit here and say this to you. I know the risk that I run. I've already 
heard those things that jasveer if you come forward with this then not kon vya karuga yeah no one's going to talk to your family you're going to be shamed yeah you want to do this to your family una di izzat role nahi aa tu it's not about those things when are we going to come out of this lokane ki kehna what will people say when are we going to come out of that and remember who we're meant to be which is to stand with the truth to stand with justice if you have a problem with me speaking up about this switch off the channel watch something else don't listen to me no one is forcing you to sit here and listen but if you are listening then know that that's a part of guru's hukum too that you're in that moment listening to this messaging why i don't know you know that when you contemplate inside where does it strike you does it strike a chord that makes you want to act in a positive way does it strike a chord of resistance and you wish that i would just zip it and stop talking that's for you to contemplate that's not my job you need to do your job and i need to do mine and mine is to tell you as the community as a daughter of the community that this is not okay you guys let us down you let down the victims in the community by silencing us hushing us and hiding us away dressed in shame we were not allowed to come forward with our stories because of the fear of society of people's eyes of shame of losing dignity of remaining you know unmarriable for the rest of your life you should be you should be really ashamed of yourselves that this has happened and this is allowed this has been allowed to exist for so long not just our generation our parents and our grandparents generation that culture of shame has been embedded into us so you haven't created spaces for me and my sisters and my brothers to come forward and talk about our traumas and the abuse that we've experienced in these spaces so we had to create it ourselves we create it ourselves and you still have a problem with it you need to take a look in the mirror and say hey there's nothing to have a problem about here we want the same thing we want safety we don't want gurdware to look bad we want them to actually be good we don't want sikhs to look bad we want sikhs to have a strong moral compass and not commit acts like this that's what we want but it's not happened and it's not happening so we need to do this in order to create that in order to create conscious sick minds where they're not controlled by lust where they can see women not as sexual objects but just as humans that have feelings that have a life that have a heart so that we can be treated with dignity and not taken advantage of that's all we want we want gurdware to be what they were supposed to be we want sikhs to be what they were supposed to be good honest moral people that protect vulnerable folk that protect those that can't protect themselves that's what we're asking for but because we don't have it 
we need this space. We need this work. We need this movement. This past week, on Thursday, on the 15th of October, we saw something pop up in social media. Hashtag me too sick. What is the need for this? Why? It's everything that we've just talked about. That it's time for us to come forward and be seen, be heard, be treated with dignity and for you to reach in and support us. Support the victims of sexual violence and sexual abuse in the Sikh and Punjabi community. Let us know that you care. Come forward as our allies. Stand with us and help us to feel that we can make this change together. The reason for this hashtag and this movement is to stand in solidarity. There are many things, far too many things, that the whole community disagrees on. I think there's more that is disagreed on in the sick space than there is agreed on. And we're looking for ikta, we're looking for solidarity. We are asking you as allies, as victims, as supporters, as survivors, whoever you are, to stand with us and support us. Support us to make this change in order to create safety and safeguarding in our spaces that already should be safe. It's only because they're not that we need to do the work. And as I mentioned, not just one Gurdwara, not just two Gurdwara, it's not just a handful. It's a vast majority of Gurdwara across the world where this happens. The work that has to happen is going to involve deep integration into the community to re-educate parents and children, men and women. Everybody needs to upgrade their approach. Everybody. Mothers in how they raise their children. Fathers in how they're role models for their sons. Sons in how they treat women. And that's a big one. Women in how we use our voices and show up for ourselves. How do we speak our truths? This is the support that's needed throughout all of the layers of our community. This is the work that Core Voices is going to be doing with your support. We're not here to take down any infrastructure, we're here to improve it. If you're watching this and you want to help us, if you want to help to bring this to your Gurdwara and to your local spaces, reach out to us. Hello at corevoices.org. Email us. You saw that we put a survey out to gather statistics. We've been receiving an overwhelming response. If you still haven't completed the survey, please head over to corevoices.org or you'll see the link in this video. Please click that link and complete the survey so that we can present to you through numbers, through statistics, what the actual situation on the ground is 
for the Punjabi and Sikh community when it comes to sexual violence. You will be very, very surprised as to what the reality actually is. It was difficult for me to look through your forms when I was receiving them, um, just because it highlights it highlights how big the problem is. We can't let it stay this way. If we stay silent, we allow this problem to keep growing like this big ugly monster in the corner of the room that we're afraid of. We're not a fearful people. We are fearless people. We need to do this work together. What do we want from you, from the community, from the Sangat? Support, compassion, active support, not just from the back of the room. If you want to donate, go over to the website corevoices.org, donate to us. If you want to become an ambassador or you want to be a volunteer, reach out to us at the email hello at corevoices.org. Reach in and support us. If you want to bring education, awareness and safeguarding to your local spaces, to your Gurdwara or other community spaces, reach out to us and let us support you. This is the purpose of Sangat. When we come together, when we support each other, when we stand with each other in solidarity, in ekta. That's what we need from you. We need ekta. No more divisions, no more nonsense, no more victim blaming. We need to just get, roll our sleeves up, get our hands in there and get on with this work. The solution to all of this is ekta. It is coming together. It is standing in solidarity. It is saying that we support you. We hear you. We see you. We support you. That's what we need. That is the solution. And as I mentioned at the beginning, and I will repeat, this is not a campaign to take any individual or any single institution down. This is about active reform in our homes, our community, and in our Gurdwari. That is the movement of Core Voices. That is what the hashtag MeTooSick is about. We want to break the silence. So we use the hashtag ChupToro because Sama Agiaya to break the silence, to have the conversations, remove the veil of shame, and go through the process of healing. We haven't been afforded that luxury before. To even explore what healing looks like, we have had to be strong and resilient and thick-skinned to deal with all of the things that have happened. But now, we have to look at how we can step into that space of healing and transform victimhood into survivors. That's the work that needs to happen first. Then we come to our spaces, make them safe, educate, bring awareness, bring reform, create active support. I hope that I have answered your questions and I hope that now you will have a little bit more faith 
and trust in the work that we're trying to do at Core Voices. Our website speaks for itself. It gives you the messaging that this movement is not gender specific. It is for all genders. Gaur and Singh, these entities, these energies of yin and yang, male and female, exist within every human body. Generally, one dominates over another. That's when we choose a gender. But God is not something that is restricted to the female body. So understand that this is to bring out your inner core voice from the centre of your being to speak your truth, to stand in your truth and live that. Let us be here for you as a support in this space of Sangat. Let us support each other in healing, in reform, in education, in awareness. But most of all, let us make our community, our homes and our Gurdwari safe. That's what we want. That is all that we want. Safety, accountability, protection. That's not a lot to ask. That should be a given. Help us to do this work. That is my my humble request from the bottom of my heart to each of you, into your hearts. Reach out and please support us to make this work happen. We cannot do it alone. We must do this together. Ekta is the only way that we can bring change. Thank you to each and every one of you for tuning in today to this episode of Core Voices. I hope that you understand and resonate with the message and the purpose of the work that we're doing. We need all the support that we can get, so please reach out to us and help us to amplify this work and bring much-needed change and measures of safety. Thank you for tuning in to Core Voices. Thank you.